I think that those employees that are invested will buy in and say, okay, hey, I, I'm going to hold it down. I'm going to help. I'm going to do what I can do to cut cost and everything and create savings for the, the company. So yep. it's just, a, it's just, I know it's a, a different thing. It's not really no, about minimum wage, but I think it is. I think yeah. it absolutely yeah, for, It's about wages, right? It's that time of year, right? We're in that year time of year where year end reviews, annual yeah. bonuses, holiday bonuses. And, you know, if it's a tough year, you're not getting those things. Yep. And you really, as an employee, you got to make a decision like, am, am, am I okay with this or am I going to go take my talents elsewhere? Welcome back, folks. It's about your paycheck. This is a good one. We're talking about minimum wage today. And before that, like always, what's up, Walt? How are you doing today, sir? I'm blessed and great. Feeling good. It's almost Christmas time. Getting these ornaments up on my tree. Oh, nice. You put your uh, tree up? Yeah, good. It's, it's, good it's been up. Good. It's been up. Oh, it's okay. Up. I, oh, you I, just didn't decorate. I just didn't decorate it. So I'm waiting wait until the last minute here to decorate it and stuff. And uh, <laughs> that's cool. And everything, yeah. man. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Uh, how how are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm doing the same thing. I'm still like last minute decorating and chance. I put up some lights. I'm like, this don't look good. I had to take it down, do something like outside and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's trying. You know, trying to get into the spirit. I, lo- I love this time of year. Everybody's like a little happier, a little nice. Da, da, da. You know, it's a it's a good time of year for social people. Yeah. Did, did I say Christmas or did I say the holidays? I said Christmas, right? I know that not everybody who's listening may not celebrate Christmas. Fair, yeah. So, happy Hanukkah, holidays, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Holidays, mm-hmm. happy Hanukkah. I don't know. When is Kwanzaa this year? Oh, it's December 26th to January 1st, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, regardless of what festive is for the rest of us, all that stuff. It's an all-inclusive show. Whatever your holiday it looks like. Hope you have a good one. All right. Any, anywho, folks, today's show is minimum wage. The controversial topics, right? We we went we in our pre in our uh, read through last night. We were just the energy was like getting there. I was like, oh man, I hope I have this energy tomorrow when I'm when we record. Yeah, man. And as we get into it, a little quick definition. I was curious. I got curious this morning at the last minute. Wait, what? Why was min? What was minimum wage even created? Right, and it was created after the Great Depression to protect workers from exploitation by employers. It was also intended to stabilize the economy after after the Great Depression and create a minimum standard of living. Mm. Yeah, yes, <laughs> which is questionable because as we look at some of these minimum wage rates, you're going to be like, mm, I don't know if that's a standard of living that I want to be a part of. In 1938, when they started it, it was they started at 25 cents per hour. That was the minimum. <laughs> so, so think about that. 1938. And you may still have some folks who may still be around and kicking from that mm-hmm. time. Not not mm-hmm. many, but there might be a few people that can. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and for it to only be you're almost talking about almost a century later, almost yeah. 100 years because it's 15 about 15 14 years away from being a century, right? Yeah. Like 75 years like the federal the federal minimum wage is only 7 the bucks and 25 cents like it's, yeah, it's and it's some of the facts that you put up there, it's the federal minimum wage is 40% lower than it was in 1970 if you make all the adjustments for for inflation, inflation and all that wow. stuff which is great right like how can it be lower what are we doing folks and this mm-hmm. is why this conversation is so crazy because in 23 wages and salaries increased 1.2 percent and benefit costs increased 0.9 percent 
Mm. Cost of livings are designed to offset inflation. But here's the thing. Companies are not required to yes. give you cost of living adjustments. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, this episode is presented by Time Track Go, the simply better employee time clock software that is going to make your life easier. In addition to the unique graphical employee time card that helps you quickly identify and fix mistakes, Time Track Go is excited to announce it's now compatible with QuickBooks Desktop, providing effortless data transfer and reduced errors. Time Track Go will not only save you time and money each week, but the easy to understand user interface and the ability to turn an ordinary tablet into an employee time clock will get you and your team up and going in just minutes. Find out what a simply better solution can do for your business. To learn more and sign up for your 14-day free trial, go to www.timetrackgo.com. That's T-I-M-E-T-R-A-K-Go.com or call 888-321-9922. Let's go. Yep. It's just as long as see, and that's where the minimum that's where they take advantage of the minimum wage. Like yeah. we're paying minimum wage. Yep. When nobody said anything, we have to keep it right. It's not a law. Now, yeah. if you're in a union, though, and this is yes. why unions were so powerful and can be, yes. they may require a certain increase to keep up with inflation and cost mm. of living. That's why those are important. Yes. Yeah, so it's up to the employer to include that. And yes. I think that as employees, because this is a, it's, it's about your paycheck. That's right. You have every right even if you're not in the union, to ask. Yes. Hey, is COLA c- considered in these increases? And give your employer an opportunity to be like, oh, no, but we'll think about it. Or, oh, no, like, well, we don't do that here. Just let's just to clarify that or see if they if the comp, if they have a comp department, a compensation department, yep. just yep. ask what they're doing their research on when it comes to this, the increase part. Yeah, and, and also do it yourself, right? Yeah. Go on to these websites, what a pay scale, salary.com, they and even if you gotta have to get try to do a free trial of the membership, whatever, invest in yourself, go dig in, and they that allows you to gauge where your salary should be based on your specifics, right? Based on yeah. your company size, where you are, what your talents are, what your education is, and you can see what you should be getting paid, right? So yeah, man. So I have a question here on the on this next stat that you see here from Forbes. According to Forbes, the annual, the average annual salary in the U.S. this year was a little over $59,000, which is a average, which averages out to 28, a little over $28 an hour, $28.34. So does that seem real or does that seem like a little overstated because of high earners? Of course, it's going to be skewed by higher and, and low, right? The averages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, exactly. And that's the average, right? Because yeah. now, okay, let's jump to the contrast of this. And yeah. the so we're saying what? The average salary is 58K, right? Mm-hmm. 59. Yeah. Let's say 60. Yeah. Right? But the five states with the lowest minimum wage is... Georgia, Wyoming, Alabama, Louisiana, and Mississippi. And Georgia and Wyoming, which is really surprising, five fifteen an hour. That's like some tip That's, employees type of thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> Alabama, Louisiana, and Mississippi follow the federal government, which is what seven twenty five. We said still, yeah. So these are really low wages, and like the rule of thumb, folks. If you ever for 
and this is something that you learn in the profession. If you double the hourly wage, it gives you double it. That amount is like for the annual. So if you're mm-hmm. making five fifteen an hour, you I can guess really quick that you probably make about ten twelve thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. right? Um, trying to pull up my my. It's ten thousand seven hundred. Thank you. Dollars. See that rule? See that little quick trick, right? If you take the hourly rate, double it, add the zeros. That's the annual of that mm-hmm. hourly rate. Mm-hmm. Who's living? How in the world? Now let's jump back to the stat. Average Americans making sixty grand, but these five low states they making ten grand. Yeah, and and, uh, and even but even with the uh, high states, the top five states. So now let's Washington. go to the top five. Yep. Washington, California, Massachusetts, New York, and Colorado. Colorado. They're all over either $13 or more up to $15.74. So yep. if you take that $15.74, which is in the state of Washington, and double you it. That method, you can do that method that Brian said, or you can yep. multiply it by 2080. 2080. 2080 hours is a yes. full time equivalent for us, folks. It's like if you work 40 hours a week, 2080 hours is your is how many hours you should be working in, in a year without mm-hmm. overtime. The highest state, which is Washington, that 1574 equates to a little almost 33,000 to uh, $32,739.20. In comparison, you think about that's still it's still not there. That's still $28,000 short. Yes, from, of the average. From the average. So let's break it down into buckets, right? So we, we got this for you, folks. So let's see here. What, what makes sense? So eight. I'm going to just run through it. 8% yeah. of Americans make under 15 grand mm-hmm. a year. 7, 7.5% make between 15 and 25. 7%, well, closer to 8%, make between 25 and 35. 10%, now we start growing here. 10% mm-hmm. make between 35 and 50. 16% make between 50 and 75. Ooh, then we drop. Now, ooh, now it gets tricky when you get more, right? Mm-hmm. 12% make between 75 and nine and 100, basically. Mm-hmm. 16% make between 1,000, I'm sorry, 100,000 and 150. Mm-hmm. Now, ooh, drop again. 9% only make between 150 and 200. And 11% make between 200 and over so, so if you yeah if i ahead. take those percentages and so i did it i did the first five right uh-huh. so I, I i included the one that included the average that fifty thousand to 74 uh-huh. uh-huh. 75,000 74 mm-hmm. and that's actually 50.1 of americans so half of americans fall either be- below zero and 75 yeah. yes Half of Americans may be below between zero and 75. The other half are 75 and up, yes. 75K a year and up. So that splits us in half, right? And mm-hmm. the and again, the average is 60. But yep. to Walt's point, we get skewed. And that's mm-hmm. the problem with averages and statistics, right? You don't know what numbers play in. And these are the numbers that play in because there's a smaller percentage, right? So if we go high earner, 100K, to two or over two hundred, we're only at 30 percent of Americans. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you go one fifty and up, you're only at twenty percent. Twenty percent, yeah. If you go two hundred and up, you're only at eleven percent. Twelve percent of Americans make two hundred k and more. So yeah. those twelve percent are really skewing 
the numbers, right? They 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 make it look higher than it is, really. So so another example of that, right? Say you have ten people in a room, right? Each person there makes ten dollars an hour, except for one one person who <laughs> makes that hundred. That hundred is going to skew, like to uh, using what Brian's word, it's going to throw off the average, right? Right. Yeah, because averages, because averages, it's taking the whole and dividing it by how many people, right? Yes. So if it's the ten people, and nine of them make ten dollars an hour, that's ninety, right? And then one mm-hmm. of them makes a hundred, mm-hmm. right? That makes a hundred and ninety, but you have to divide it by the ten people. It makes it look like the average is nineteen dollars an hour. See how that one person, one person. Makes it makes the average yes. look double. Make it it makes it look like it's double because nine of those people are making ten dollars an hour, but yes. the one person throws it. So that's that the problem with earner. averages, right? Yes. And that's the problem with averages in any math. You got to look at the details, right? That's why I don't like statistics and all. I'm like, mm, I want to see the data behind that. Yes. So again, folks, it's just it. We got to be mindful of that. And then how this plays in to our inflation rates. And this is why the this is why we, we're in a bad situation right now, because inflation is shooting up. Mm-hmm. The minimum wage is not catching up to that. We're not adjusting in a, in a way that can compensate for what cost of living, the COLA, mm-hmm. right? Oh, so, and some of the things that go into COLA uh-huh. are like housing, healthcare, oh, yeah. oh, my education. Gosh. All those things, they have to factor in all those things. Lots of people think, oh, cost of living, that's just my housing stuff. No, you can actually actually put, hey, how much is is groceries here? So many different things that go into cost of living in a city. So if you're thinking about relocating, yes, utilities, you're thinking about, and there's helpful sites out there um, and and, and everything. One of the resources that we have here is uh, a living wage calculator. So you can, and we'll include that in the show notes. Yep. But you can actually type in it and see, okay, I put in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and mm-hmm. compare it to Miami, Florida, and see yes. what the cost of living is, right? So if you're thinking about relocating, yep. that's something to consider. And those, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because when I was moving from New York to Florida, I did that. And I and the way the site, I don't remember the site, but it's probably one of these, you can find it. But it did just that. It told me, all right, what do you make in New York? And then it told me what I would need to make in Florida to have the same standard of living. Mm-hmm. So those things, those are helpful because people think, especially, look, if you're going from New York to Wyoming, you're going from an average of $15 to an average of $5, not an average, a minimum wage of $15 to a minimum wage mm-hmm. of $5. The cost yeah. of living is going to be lower, right? Yes. And so you can't so folks re, there's a huge disconnect there cuz yeah. especially moving from New York to to the north to the south period yeah. or out of these high earning states high, to not so think about that and it's always oh you're not going to make as much oh my god they're going to cut your in half and uh, mm-hmm. yeah but that might be fine if my housing is half and my yeah. cost of food is half so that's yeah. fine if my expenses will are going to get cut in half then mm-hmm. hey I can I might be able to deal with a lower wage. So you gotta factor those yeah. things in, right? When we're moving around the country. Now what really messed us up is the pandemic because mm-hmm. then it opened up this remote world. 
and folks were taking those high earning salaries and going to Wyoming, Georgia, mm-hmm. Florida, and like really skewing the cost of living. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope it starts to reset itself at some point because yes. not a lot of people are even work from home there's only like 20 percent of the population that actually work from home yes. so that small population here we go again with the numbers and the averages and the things skewing yep. things yep. right is yep. throwing off the markets so yeah. this things that we have to be mindful of um as we think about our minimum wage as we think about our rate of what we the money we make and what we're doing with that money um yeah, exactly. I wanted to make a point about because yeah. we're talking about minimum wage here, and I know I mentioned tipped employees. Sure, that could be valet, that could be restaurant workers. Yeah, yeah you waiters, know what I'm saying? waitresses. Like, so yep. The in some states, the tipped minimum wage in 2023 is two dollars and thirteen cents. Yeah. So that yeah. means that's your hourly rate, and then yep. plus you get tips. Yep. Now, what I want you to realize is that every state is different. So there are some states whose tip wages, like for instance, mm-hmm. Maine's tip wage, minimum wage is $6.90. Oh, wow. Nice. Right? But you have to combine the tips with that tipped minimum wage to make it the either the state or the or federal, the federal. To make it match the federal minimum yeah. wage, right? So Correct. it has to add up to that at the end of the day. So I just right. wanted to put that out there. So that, if you're in the yeah. industry. Yep. Do the math. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. If you're that employee, make mm-hmm. sure you understand how that works and you're mm-hmm. constantly checking your employers to make sure the math works. Mm-hmm. Know the math. Know the math. Do the math. And I think, yeah, that's a big thing for us. And that's something that we want to impart on all of you guys listening. As an employee, do the math. Check your work. Check your wages. Check your paycheck. What's up? Yes. And also, check your laws oh yeah heck yes in your state yes. because yes. you may move from one state to another say hey i live in florida and florida has a, a tipped minimum wage right but then you and you're gonna say let's say you move to washington or california those states don't allow a tip minimum wage what right? do they default to the regular minimum wage yes they, they default oh. to at least a regular state minimum wage that's in, a good in, look in, in addition to their collective tips, tips. Yeah, that's a good look. So that's like how Tabitha Brown said, right? She was mm-hmm. given her employees minimum wage, regardless of the tipped minimum wage. Mm-hmm. So they, and that makes sense because California is, and we bring up California. If you ever wonder why we talk about California so much, California is the number one state with the most employees in the country, mm-hmm. right? Big, it's a big state. They have the most employees. So that, and which makes sense to us now as payroll professionals because they have they're very employee centric. If you ever want to mm-hmm. go live somewhere and be protected as an employee, California mm-hmm. is the n- number one choice because they're yeah. very employee centric, meaning their state is really protecting and advocating for employees. And yes, and so every state is different. So please go out there, at, yes. do your research, know where you fall into. So there are states that have two different tipped categories right so minnesota for instance they have one category so if your business has a gross revenue of five hundred thousand dollars or more oh wow that tip wage that minimum tip uh is ten dollars and 59 cents if it's under that it drops down to eight dollars and 63 cents very interesting you have to know that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and see as an employee i wonder if there's some some regulation or some type of some type of legal 
laws about that in the state of Minnesota that is required for them to put that out, the information out for employees to review or whatever. Because I don't know how many employees would review that. Like, yeah, how, how many employees know how much revenue or gross the company revenue makes. Their, their company makes? Yep. That's a good one. That's a really good one because now they have to disclose it because if you're not, if you're keeping me at a lower minimum wage, but I feel like, wait, this place does great. We need to see the math. So that's, yeah. that's what a great call out. Yeah. What a great call out. And folks, at one point, we are going to start a state by state series of breaking down what the rules are in each state. We're uh-huh. prepping. We're going to get there. Don't worry. If you ever have any questions, reach out to us. We'll fast forward to you. So um, if, you, but, if you already have the details for your state and you're in oh, the payroll yeah. HR, we'll just have come you on, on the show. Just come on. on the show. Yeah, <laughs> for real. And yeah, so this is, so again, I, I really got, I got stuck on that, what you said, go look at, look up your state, all those rules and regulations are there. It yeah. might be a little legal easy, like to get yes. through it, but That's Google important. is a good friend. You can use Google as, Hey, what does this mean? What does that mean? I'll break it Google's down. Excellent. Especially yep. with this generative uh, AI. AI. Yep. They can, they can put it right there at the top and yep. it'll tell you information for your state just like that in a few seconds. We You have so much information accessible yep. and that's true and that you can lean on. Yep. Just like Brian said, Google is a major tool for you to use. Yep. Just verify the sources. Make sure it's yep. coming from the state sources, the mm-hmm. state websites and stuff like that. Yeah, man. This Again, this subject is such an important subject because... Yep. The, the consider, yeah, I'm just looking through the notes, making sure we're covering all the stuff. We have so much to, to share and to, mm-hmm. and yep, man, man, we're shooting through this. Awesome. Yeah, this is amazing. And then I get, look, as we come, we'll come back and forth, but, and then to end it off and we're not done yet, but to, to round it all out, even better said is, do we need overhaul or does it stay the same? And, that, right? and do we improve it? So, so you, so when you say overhaul, you mean just change the entire thing? New, new rules, new rules, new rules. Or, or do we maintain and improve what we currently have? You met, like you mentioned something the other day. Should minimum wage be based on the industry you're in? Yeah, and that's yeah. what though that tip way. Hey, if we're making this much, it needs to be that. Yes, I'm sure there's a million different ideas on how minimum wage should be applied. So for you know? me, I'm gonna tell you how I feel and. This is just a thought. Now, I haven't sat down and thought about all the details out and this and that, but mm-hmm. I feel it's, it's similar to what some of those, like Minnesota does, or Connecticut, uh, I should say, cause, cause, because Connecticut has it to where if you're a bartender who receives tips, you have a certain wage. And if you work at a hotel or restaurant, you oh, receive wow. a certain wage. Interesting. So, so I feel like it should be something like that. But I still feel like the federal minimum wage should go up to, 15 20 bucks yeah, absolutely and that should be the standard and then from that point you base it off of industry if i'm in payroll and i like i said i just went to college i just graduated or I just got into payroll my my base salary should be i'm just gonna put a number out there 48 49 50 dollars or whatever boom and it, it should at least be no less than that federal minimum wage which i think should be like 20 bucks but that's just my opinion. So yeah. I'm for it. I am leaning towards the overhaul. That's how I feel. But I don't know about you. I don't know what the right way to say where I put where it puts me. But mm-hmm. I think the math has to be done. I think because there's so much impact to wages as opposed to 
economy, right? People spend more, they make more, they spend more, things like that. And then we think about some jobs don't make enough, right? Our teachers, yeah. I don't understand. Like, why is it still right? At, they have they have such an important role. Yes, in in, yes. in our children's lives yep. and in our lives, yep. they do so much. I'm talking yep. about from from pre K yep. through twelve through twelve, not not yep. just elementary through twelve. Right. Like I'm talking about pre K. Like those teachers have such a, a impact, especially the great ones, man. There's teachers who have been at, at their child care daycare. For years, for 20, like 30, 40 decades, years. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, generational. Yeah, we generational. See it's generational. And, yeah. And, and it's what they're passionate about and they love mm-hmm. doing it, but they're only making $15 an hour. It's a labor of love. There. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, a labor feel, of love. I feel like the military, I feel like the teachers in, in those industries, man, I feel like they should be earning so much more than what they yeah. are. Agreed. Agree. So I guess, again, back to your point, if you, all right, you think it should be 20, but what if that really messes up the economy? What if 20 really has a ripple effect that's an adverse? Rip- so that's it why could. I say, I think it's just, it should be mathematically, the math should be thought out. And, See, but think about it, man, like doing these, like, and I, and I, we can go down a rabbit hole of here. Course. So this is, this of is the last thing I'm going to say, but like, we talked about this the other day, the the groceries that cost me yeah, fifty bucks in twenty twenty two cost me damn near eighty dollars mm-hmm. in this year. Year later, my, so man, my grocery, so the same groceries are thirty dollars more. That's, so that's almost over a fifty percent increase. That's, that's over. So that's yeah. almost it's closer to sixty percent. Think about that. If my groceries, my cost of living has gone up sixty percent. Yeah. And you know what? It makes me think about, we were talking about all the cartoons we see now, because our algorithms on our socials are very different. <laughs> we get a lot of HR stuff, a lot of money yeah. talk, a lot of things. So now, and it's cool because now there's these little cartoons about, and this, this is what we were talking about. She, it was like an interview. And, it, mm-hmm. and the, what the interviewer, right? The employer, yep. the hiring manager was like, hey, your resume says you could speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the candidate was like, yeah, I can speak Spanish, but how much are you paying extra for that skill? And the cartoon goes on to be very funny from there. But it, it, that there's another one that's, oh, I can only I'm, you're only giving me three percent. But you just said I was an amazing employee. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't I be above expectations and not yeah. meeting expectations? And, and then he walks away and says, you know what? I'm going to lower my work ethic because yeah, yeah. If I'm, uh- you know what I mean? Yeah. And like these is, is hilarious conversations, but it's mm-hmm. true. It's right? true, right? And we've been saying it on the show. You have to invest in yourself. You have to track your performance yourself. So let me let me ask you. This might be unpopular, but do you feel like there has to be some sort of balance, right? Because say the employer is going through tough times. Mm-hmm. And they're not able to do like they're, they're historically they've done mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. right by mm-hmm. their employees and say hey but then it catches up and they're just like hey we have to back up from that and we have to set these standards in place and do this and do that should, they, should we as employees be more understanding of that or should we still be like hey I still want what I'm what I deserve I still want what I think I'm worth 
That's a good, should it be a balance? It's a good. It's a good. It's a good one, but it's yeah. not easy. That's not an easy question because the mm-hmm. company would have have to have had established a tradition of being transparent, and your employees trust you, right? So when that day comes and you're like, "Hey guys, we're really short because look at the math, look at our numbers. Our sales didn't hit. Mm-hmm. We're not getting the sales that we're not getting the the revenue that we normally get. So guess mm-hmm. what? This year is going to be tough." Right. That's about trust, because if you say that to me and then the the, C, <laughs> the CEO pulls up with a brand new car the next day, Daddy. a new year, right on New Year's. Mm, what happened there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what that's what throws it. It's, it's got to be about trust. So you're right. Yeah, sure. It could, it could be OK if your people trust you it to be okay you know what I mean? like one thing that i think you and i have discussed is like i think it's actually you were one of the first people i heard say this if you take care of your people they'll take care of you uh, yes so, to your point if you are the employer that's transparent and you are forthright with your employees and you're honest with them mm-hmm. and you're just like hey this is a rough patch we're gonna go through so as we're going through it we need you to be understanding and and everything i feel like the employees that are really invested because they're going to have some employees that are just like, okay, I'm out. No matter I'm out. what. Yeah, I'm out of here. No I don't care what. what they say. Yep. Yep. And I think that those employees that are invested will buy in and say, okay, hey, I, I'm going to hold it down. I'm going to help. I'm going to do what I can do to cut cost and everything and create savings for the, the company. So it's yep. just, a, it's just, I know it's a, a different thing. It's not really no, about minimum wage, but. I think it is. I think yeah. it absolutely yeah, for, It's about wages, right? Yeah. It's that time of year, right? We're in that year time of year where year-end reviews, annual yeah. bonuses, holiday bonuses. And, you know, if it's a tough year, you're not getting those things. Yep. And you really, as an employee, you got to make a decision. Like, am, am, am I okay with this? Or am I going to go take my talents elsewhere? So right. you're, you're absolutely, I, I love that you said that because January and February are the top months where people apply for new jobs. That's, yeah. Yep. Yep. There you go. That, that There you go. And that, that could be for other reasons. So that could be, or skewed by the new year, new me mm-hmm. deal. Oh, new year, new mm-hmm. me. I'm out of here. I'm going <laughs> in, right? <laughs> that gets skewed. But and then what we'll factors back into this again? Seventy percent of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, but fifty so percent of, of Americans, yeah. yeah, us, us, really. Shoot, I'm not out of that bucket yet. And and but fifth, but if we look at it, if we do the math right with the numbers, fifty percent of us make Between over. Zero. In- 50k but 70 percent of us are still living paycheck to paycheck and again like we've talked about with other folks high earners it doesn't exclude high earners yeah. it does not exclude high earners right there there are millionaires out there living paycheck to paycheck absolutely beyond their means oh another great little quote that that i like um is a gentleman uh, online that talks about it he says it's all about how we feel about money, right? Yeah. And poor people use money to pay bills. Oh, that's, yes. that's the purpose, right? Yeah. Middle class use money to get good credit and live beyond their means. Mm-hmm. The rich see money as a way to make more money. Yep. How do I, oh, I got some money. How do I make this money? Make more money. Yeah. And it goes back to what we say, proponent that Damon Johns is really pushing is that one, two, three, that first mm-hmm. dollar pays your bills. 
The second dollar invests. And the third dollar, you can buy what you want. Mm. But most of us have it flipped. And honestly, no investment is in there. It's what we want. And then we pay bills. And then we don't invest. And the purpose of it is for that middle tier to grow exponentially and pour over into the other tiers. Mm-hmm. We invest money. If we th- look at it like that, well, what's, what's the other thing we say? The wealthy are thinking generations down. They're yes. planning generations yes. down the line. What are we doing? We're planning for Friday night. Yes. So, yes. No matter what background you are, no matter what your beliefs are, like, because there could be an argument, oh, you come from this family, you come from that family. Those families, had somebody had to start for that family to get in right. that position. Somebody That's had right. to like, have a vision for them to say, hey, I don't want my family to remain in this spot. And so I'm yep. going to educate myself, and then I'm going to pass that down through the generations of my family right. or whoever I consider family. I'm going to pass that information down so we all can be wealthy. And, and I right. think a lot of times no matter what background you're from, like a lot of times you're focusing on yourself. Yeah. You, you ain't thinking about your grandkids yourself. and great grandkids. No, you're not even thinking about your siblings. Sometimes you're like, oh, I, 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 you know, I love you, but I got to take care of me. Yep. I got to look out for me. And that, and that's the mindset that a lot of us have is that kind of like survivalist mindset. Mm-hmm. And so we just like, Hey, instead of us coming together and getting this money, making sacrifices for the next generation. And we're not thinking about that. Bro, I, I, bro <laughs> I remember growing up, my brother and me, we used to sometimes just pick at people that had a bunch of family members living in one house together. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a two, three bedroom house and there's 10, 12 people living there. Mm-hmm. But I remember this one family, I think they were Guatemalan and everybody had moved in there. And they were all just saving their money. Everybody right. was, had different jobs and saving That's their money. Right. They were like, hey, right. it's tight, but we're going yep. to do this. And then next thing you know, they came up with their own business. There you go. That's right. And then their family was like, hey, we had this business and we saved up this money for a few years. Everybody sacrificed mm-hmm. and it was uncomfortable and it was hard and it was this and that. Mm-hmm. But man, mm-hmm. like three, four years later, they were balling out of control. That's right. That's right. That's that's why America is such a great place to be, right? Capitalism, you get out of it what you put into it. Yep. Pick yourself up by the bootstraps and you do what you got to do. Capitalism. People frown upon and hate it, look at America, but you can come here and make a difference. Are you willing to make the sacrifices? Mm-hmm. We talked about that in, so there's another, we started, we went down a, a, a rabbit hole and yeah. our walkthrough and our read through for this show. And one of the things that we saw was like how the correlation of invested investing, who invests, how much, yes. and what that looks like. And mm-hmm. and it, it is it, it's pretty much what you probably think it's gonna be on our read. And this is from the Pew Research Center, finds that 80, 88% of those in households earning a hundred thousand dollars or more own stocks compared to 19% of those households earning less than 35 thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. right families headed by white adults are more likely than those headed by black or hispanic adults to be invested in the stock market the a majority of 61 percent of non-hispanic white households own some stock compared with 31 percent of non-hispanic black and 28 percent of hispanic households so so they double yeah. right what was you i'm yes. sorry I, that's exactly what i was gonna say no go ahead yeah. they double their 
input into the investments. Now, one of the things that Walt brought up was like, well, somebody's making less than 35. How can you invest? You sacrifice. That's how yes. you invest. You take yes, that one, two, three method. You take that first dollar and you take care of your bills. You take the second dollar and you invest. Yes. You don't, you sacrifice what you want for the better. What was that other one where we're sacrificing tomorrow's promises for today's yes. preferences? Yes, bro. Because, because think about it. You're you're making your state's minimum wage, or you're making under thirty five thousand, or whatever, and you're like, "Hey, I work hard. I'm gonna play hard. It's okay to play hard, mm-hmm. but you have to try to find find where areas where you can sacrifice." I, I remember I, this one guy on TikTok. He was talking about, "Hey, this these people in his family, that all they were thinking about was like, hey, 'Hey, I'm gonna have a good time. I'm gonna party yep. this weekend. I'm gonna yep. go out. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that.' And mm-hmm. instead of saying, "Hey, you know what? Let me tone it down. Let me." put some money aside for this. Like, even if you invest money in yourself, right? By, by doing that, you put Absolutely. some aside. Yep. Put it into yep. an account that you can't touch, that you don't have a card yep. for, yep. that you have to literally go to the bank yep. to Oh, the passbook. Remember the passbook yes. accounts? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes, do something yep. like that that you can hold aside for the future. You don't necessarily need to buy that Gucci bag that you oh, want. Oh, no. You may oh, already no. have a, a a couple of Gucci bags in the in your closet, or some Fendi, or whatever it is, right? Or some Birkin bag, or whatever you have. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you you need to be. We as people need to be more mindful and to get out of this. Cons- always in a consumer mindset. That's the thing. We're always yes. in a consumer mindset. Yep. Always want to buy. Oh, I, I need, need that a new thrill. wardrobe. Yep. Yeah. I need a new wardrobe. Oh, like, no. got to update my drip. Yep. Mm-hmm. And well, and that's yeah. fine. If mm-hmm. you're putting that second dollar in investments, right? Because yeah. you can get put some money to what you want. Yeah, Again, absolutely. it's all about what you're willing to sacrifice to get to tomorrow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shoot. What else? What else? Is there some good stuff? So, so I think, man, like as far as like the key points of this, what would you say? So I would say for me, some of the key points of the minimum wage is to educate yourself, first of absolutely. all. Absolutely. Educate yourself. Do the math. What your rights are. Do the math. Figure out if you're about to make a move. Do some comparisons. Do some research. There's already some sites that all you have to do is put in the zip code. I'm moving from this zip code to that zip code. (laughs) Yeah, and and it does all the stuff for you. Yeah, and it's up to date, right? Yes, sites that you can do that on. Do the research. Do the math, and figure out what is best for you. Right. And we encourage you as listeners to engage in the conversations with your employer and to stay informed. Right. Like how many of us go to work and our HR departments, our finance departments, our employer in general will update something from a policy standpoint. We're just like, okay, all right. And we don't even sign the HR handbook acknowledgement. What was that stat you found? Like 50 or 60% of employees actively ignore reading yeah. the handbook. Yes. And, you know, that folks, there there is something in that handbook that's worthy. I'm telling you, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take the time. Holiday pay. We're still in holiday season. We keep talking about this. Understand what you're eligible for. You may not be eligible for holiday pay, depending on how that week works for you, right? Mm-hmm. It may be, a, hey, and the one the rule that I point out a lot is, if you had, if you worked the day before and the day after or something like that, that they have, it could be easy as part-time people don't get it. Full-time people yep. do get it. Yep. You're a te- are you a temporary worker and not a full-time? You may work full-time hours and not be a full-time worker. What was that? We have a colleague that used the free, gosh, freelance. 
I wrote it down, but I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. Something with freelance and and temporary free, like a it was like a full freelance per- permalance. Permalance, yes. Permalance, yes. Permalance. Yes, uh, he's a freelancer, mm-hmm. but he's working full time hours, mm-hmm. but he doesn't get any of the benefits. So that's mm-hmm. that's a very on the fence gray area, mm-hmm. and it's and it they could be very legal depending on the situation. But guess what? You don't know if you don't research. Do the research. Do the math. Figure out what your compliance, what rules, like your benefits in that state are. Is your employer being compliant? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as we near the end of this episode, we like to extend our heartfelt gratitude to you for listening. Before we sign off, here are a couple of quick things. Don't forget to follow It's About Payroll on LinkedIn and It's About Your Paycheck on Facebook and TikTok. We love engaging with our audience and you'll be able to receive exclusive updates and behind the scenes content. Thank you for being a part of our payroll community and thank you for being a part of this journey with us. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, keep going. Yeah, I, I totally agree, man. And your age, whether you're young and you're just getting into the workforce. That's right. Um, or you're, you've been in the workforce and you're heading towards retirement, you should still educate yourself, right? Absolutely. So, so, so think about it because the ages between 16 and 19, mm-hmm. your, your average hourly, hourly rate wage for those people in that age bracket is like $15 an hour. It makes sense. Yep. And then you go up a few years, 20 to 24, 18, mm. and then there's a big jump between the ages of 24, 25 to 34, you go from $18 an hour to an average of 25. That's, that's a good one. I like that. See, and that makes sense because now, because you're at expert level at that point from, if you've done it at 25, you are a subject matter expert in your field. If you graduated college at 22 and you get right into your discipline, you've had now three years of discipline in that you need one to three years to become an expert in something. So now but, 25 yeah. to 30, that makes sense. But looking at the same list, it, there seems to be like a point at an age where you get a stack, where you hit a plateau. What's that? What's, plateau. Yeah, plateau, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, absolutely. You, you plateau. And that's yeah. between the ages of 35 to 64. Oof. Yep. So the average hourly wage is about the same at $30 an hour. Mm. And then when you get 65 and older, it drops down, actually. That's right. The 26. Of course. Yeah. Because you, now you're retiring and you may lose some mm-hmm. of that. If you don't save properly, if you don't invest properly, you're so going to go down. It. So think about it. I, I love what you said. I, and I know we're running out on time here. Between the age, like, think about it. When you hit 35, that's probably when you're, if you had kids, if you started early or if say you waited to get married, that's around the time. If you're professional, mm-hmm. hey, okay, I'm ready to settle down, have a kid and this and that. And think about that. So if your earnings stay the same between the ages around the same average earnings between 35 and 64, it's important for you to do the research and understand and really figure out what's going on because that yep. plateau happens. You're just like, okay, hey, I really need to figure out my future. Yep. It's, exactly. We're, we're, you and I are right in that area. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that between 35 to 64, we're right in there. You yep. know what I'm saying? We got to so make like, it happen for ourselves at this point. We have to make it happen for ourselves because yep. there might be a plateau. 
Oh yeah. Where sure. There might be a plateau where mm-hmm. as employees, this is uh, employees, right? As employees, you get to that point and you're just like, okay, hey, I'm making this. I'm going to stay at this job for 15, 20 years mm-hmm. and then invest in 401k and retire after this. Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No, that's a, I love it. That's a great call outs. Again, all these links will be on our show notes. Great mm-hmm. information. If you want to dig in, if you're curious, what was the other one that I was just thinking about? Again, investing in yourself. The next show, folks, is going to be a good one, too. And it kind of dovetails into it because it's employee recognition. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have a lot of imp- opinions about that. Mainly, and I, as I keep repeating, we have to track our own wins. Yes. We cannot depend on <laughs> someone else to track our wins because it's right. It's only us that needs to track it. It's our own self-interest yep. that we have to track it. I don't know why my thing does that. It gets a little blurry. Anyway, so look out for the next episode. It's about your paycheck. Episode 12, we are talking about employee recognition. Ooh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this one was a great one. This is really great conversation and one that we can have again in, in different ways because there's so many things mm-hmm. it's about living wages right what yep. and that i thought about that at the last minute too i was like wait a minute standard of living a living wage that's different than minimum wage mm-hmm. so we can have that conversation too at one point but right now folks what we encourage you to do is understand the laws in your state minimum wage in your state what the rules that help your benefit what what are the rules that cover you that protect you yes do the research listen to the show share it tell a friend to tell a friend yes and and i think that's it man we love you much love